Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. You know, you hear that music and, uh, well, if you're on YouTube and you see the Boney M Daddy Cool Soap Pop Festival in 1979, you would see the real Daddy Cool doing his dance, which I don't know any of us that can do that dance. It's incredible. But we know we can do the background dances because they're just kind of doing these right karate chops, left right chops. I digress. You know, when you hear this music, when you hear this voice, and you know you're with Kelsey and, of course, Carolina, you know it's Friday. It means we fooled them again. We made it to another week. Made it through another week. Yes, we are Heel Squad, of course, but listen for you people just tuning in. This is the Friday show. It's where we kind of put our feet up a little bit. Sometimes we get a little silly. Uh, you know, we... But more or less carry the theme of Heel Squad, but uh, I think in a more regular person way. Would you agree, Kelsey Alexander Meyer? Absolutely, Kevin. As you, what are you chugging today? <laughs> I'm chugging some coffee. With you know, what? Ice cube more- chewing? <laughs> I have an ice cube in my mouth. Okay. Like an idiot. But you know, it's funny because both Maria and my acupuncturist are trying to get me off iced coffee. And I said, listen. Whatever, you guys. It's my one joy in life is my iced coffee. And I do it with 
organic coffee and good clean almond yeah, milk. Yeah, you do. So yeah, everyone, you do. You know what? So anyways, yeah, I get really excited about my iced coffee, but yeah, both of them yesterday, I was like, whatever. We discussed two. this yesterday, Queenie and I, running some errands in LA. And, uh, you know, I was mean to talk to you about this, Kelsey. Ooh, I can't wait. Well. Uh-oh. No, no, it's not. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> I, it, it's just, it's just, I think I know one of the ways to fix your stomach. And I said, I said, I said, Maria, um, there's a reason certain people, you know, can smoke into their 90s, mm. you know, um, there's, or, or, or drink a lot, drink to not eat well and live long lives. And, um. Yes, of course, it's DNA. There's DNA, there's genetics involved. But we keep getting the messages on this show how much, you know, our emotions, our feelings, you know, what a key component it is to health. We hear about it, like every single show. It comes Every up. episode, yep. And then what's going on internally with our emotions, how we feel when we're around certain people, how we feel about life, you know, all of it has such a big hand in activating disease, autoimmune issues, cancers, heart attacks, all of it. And I think that we can hit a place where we get so acute in our illnesses that, yes, it does come down to the diet and all these other practices when it's acute. But, you know, when whether it's Joe Dispenza or Kim DeRamo, it just feels like the belief is, that once you get past the acuteness, which um, you know could be through Eastern or Western medicine or both, then it comes down to those other things. So, you know, the other things in your life that are going on that are bringing this out beyond DNA genetics and beyond what you're eating. So I think, Kelsey, yes, you and me both are in have been and, and are still to some degree in acute phases. So we have to be mindful of what we're eating. But I think, I think one, one part, one element, and I don't know if you're ready to do it, that is keeping your stomach in the state it's in, no matter what you're eating. Cause I've seen you be so extreme mm-hmm. with the diets and all that. And I think, yes, I think you need to be, but I don't know if it's forever. I think it's to a point to heal it. But I think that you carry too much weight with you. And I don't think it's, I don't think you're ready to lose that weight yet. And I don't mean physical, I don't mean like physical body weight. I mean, there's emotional weight, but then there's actually physical weight. You know, and I did, and again, remember the when I saw you on the plane that day, and I picked up your bag and it mm. was about 80 pounds. It was, okay. and I yeah. said, Kelsey. And I wasn't saying it in a way where I was um, yelling at you, judging, judging yeah. you, yeah. you know, and you took it that way because again, I know that's the, you've had that before. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad for you because we're on the simple two or three day flight. And I, you know, there was no need mm-hmm. of all. That. And when I see all the things in your car and all the things you tote with you mm. everywhere you go into work, and I don't say it, I'm not saying it to criticize you or make you feel bad. Um, but I feel like it weighs you down. Like it's always the three cups and it's, uh, you know, three. And then it just feels like there's a lot and that's more weight on you in addition to the emotional weight. And I think it was really good. You cleaned up 
you did a lot this weekend mm -hmm. to get rid of a lot of physical stuff. But I think that you carry a lot of heavy stuff with you that you don't need. And I feel it's emotional, but I also do feel it's physical. And the reason I say I don't think you're ready, because for whatever reason, that seems like your blanket, your kid's blanket, your, and that's when I think they get into the term wet blanket, because it's a blanket keeping, you think keeping you warm, but it's actually wet. It's just going to make you even colder. And, and listen, I have my things too. So love and light, love and light. And I also know by, you know, coming at you with it, it probably gets some trigger from your childhood of being told to do things not from the best place. Mm -hmm. And then your reaction is to go F you, you know, I'm doing everything else for you people. And no, this is my thing. So I just, I, I wanted to talk to you privately about it, but I, I was saying to Rango Maria, that to me, to regular guy, Kev, that's where the stomach issues are. Yes. She needs to, Right now, maybe not do iced coffee right because it's acute. Right now, maybe, but it's never going to get better because it's been ten years of being right. acute and ten years of your really, really good eating habits. And yeah, you have your moments where you go off the rails, but I think there's more going on, and I think that's the physical part of it. And then I'm sure there's an emotional component, but I think though, if if those two things get let go of. Um, it'll get better and it won't, it'll, then it would be much less likely to come back. Yeah, but no, I, I agree. Yeah. And I no, I'm actually glad we're talking about this because I think that it's a good lesson for everyone. I don't think that my stomach is in an acute place right now. I think that it was acute when I had a seven month looking like yes. bowling ball yeah. in my gut. Yeah. And in that time, I cut everything i, I was, was there for so, every step of it right yeah, I, know, I was I so diligent so that's why even like maria maria yesterday or i was saying even to like russell my acupuncturist um i was like listen i i agree but also like this is the one thing in my day that like really brings me joy and also really helps my brain with the like oh, the man. add and i'm like you know what and also it's not like it's a an iced coffee with like a ton of sugar in it or something it's like i'm doing everything else right so Kelsey, so like let me have that let, let's do let me do this because i want to oh. i am going to speak to that point hmm. but what happened is and this happens a lot of times when i coach you skipped over it's not so much defending the coffee that wasn't my no point. but my I, point I, I was is, but i wasn't done gotcha go ahead no so continue i'm sorry no so, but i was off. just gonna say so but like to your point like so th that's not the issue like and so exactly what you were saying. So like, that's what I was trying to say to them. I was like, that's not the issue. That's like, okay. The issue is like you said, Kev, I mean, us listening to Mark Groves this week, I had so many breakthroughs in that, that I'm like, holy cow, yeah. like all the emotion and crap that I'm still holding on to. And like you said, and, and physical too. Cause one of my things is, yeah, I come in with my backpack and like 47 bags, but like Half of that's my food that I feel like I I have yeah. to prep at home. Right. To, and yeah. like, so like you said, it is, it's, mm -hmm. it's this, in my brain, it's this catch 22. I have to do everything correct diet wise, but then that adds to me having to carry three bags in here of all my food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So you're mm -hmm. exactly spot on. And I yeah. don't know how. No, you're doing it. Listen, you worked with your mom all weekend and yeah. got, got rid of a lot of stuff out of your apartment. Mm -hmm. And then we got you the smaller bag, but we can work on, you know, looking at things of like, you know, maybe I don't need this or maybe I don't need that. And you'd be surprised. It's funny, human beings. I mean, I, we were in this 
we had to do something this week for healing and um it required me to not have my headphones mm -hmm. i go to bed every night listening to podcasts mm -hmm. or you know and um and i do set usually set a 30 minute timer so it shuts off because you, you got to do that or else your brain's going to keep working as you're listening to stuff and you won't get a deep sleep this is the first time in years i hadn't had one uh to help me fall asleep because you weren't allowed to bring one into this eeS machine we were using and um you know by day three I was fine and you just it's funny being someone who's you know lived in a mansion and let's say has walk-in closets but then also I've at this literally at the same time been in a basement on a floor on an air mattress you'd be surprised how fast you adapt without you think you need all these things so uh, i've heard that with people even high, really people who are have come from privilege and then go to prison like oh my god how do they adapt and they said there's something about human nature that in in a matter of time they adapt to that surrounding we just have so much here we have so much affluence we think we need we don't and i think that i think the step in the right direction was this weekend for you and I think it's looking at those things and and how can I lighten up? Let's see how my day goes without this stuff. But, you know, getting back to the sometimes doing the things you need at the times you need to do them. Um, you know, Gabby Bernstein talked about her days in addiction and she's like, I don't, I don't look back at that and, and, and hate myself for all the abuse I did to my body and the time I didn't spend becoming successful. I look back and say, Maybe that kept me from killing myself. Maybe that kept me from doing something terrible to someone else. Maybe, you know, I'm here now. So obviously, you know, something about that was what I needed at that time to make it through. And that's an extreme situation. But it's hard with Maria because her and her dad have such incredible willpower. You know, I've said this before on the show, but like <laughs> Costa would be, would be covered with poison ivy and just be like, I'm not going to itch it. And that's it. And he won't itch it. <laughs> it's like, you know, his mind is like, no. Nope. So they tell him in like 1967, uh, you have this thing called sugar diabetes. So what you're going to want to do is uh, not have a lot of sugar. And, you know, there's certain carbohydrates that turn to sugar, potato chips, pasta, things like that. And um, you can eat it, but eventually you'll lose your vision. You'll start losing your limbs. He's like, I don't want to lose my vision. I don't want to lose my limbs. I'm just going to have no sugar. And literally this guy goes, he's on almost year 60. That's it. I mean, like, so Maria comes from that. But I always say, like, Maria, you have to have empathy for not everyone, including me, has that strength and that willpower. And I think as we have children, I'm like, listen, you know, I always do think it is good for one parent to set the high bar and the kid needs to try to get there. I really do think that. I think the bar has been so with Gen Z millennials and the new generation, even I see parenting that there's just no bar. And then there's, there's no resilience. There's no fight. There's no, then there's no joy because, you know, real joy comes from, I think when you accomplish things, when you accomplish a task, when you, but I, you know, I think it'll be good to, we can balance each other off as parents, but I'm saying, I go, you know, Maria, like you have to understand your child may not be you and your dad. And you, I think it's a mistake a lot of parents make is they force themselves and who they are onto the kid. And you got to know, like the best parents I know who say, I know my kid. No, nope, my youngest, no, no, no. That's not their thing. 
Their thing's art. Their thing is whatever. Nope, my all oh, my all this. Oh yeah, very aggressive. Loves money. Wants to win. To, you know. So to even to me with coaching people, like everyone's different, and everyone has a a different way. And I think for parents, and so I think I said to Maria, I said, you know, Maria, like you, you know, um, you got to know people are wired differently than ours. Extreme, but we we had a <laughs> we had. A, I was so tired because i'm still dealing with my issue but we have some other things going on right now that i'm forget the, the house in connecticut that i just renovated is completely just got flooded the pipes burst or whatever so all the work i did on that house by by b in the words of kelsey um which is funny someone was texting me saying god what's with all the water my pipes burst all the leaky roofs i have at my studios all the leaky roofs i was having at the house and if, of course, I fixed them all, and I'm glad that I did because they were problems for years. But someone's saying how water is purifying. Because I mean, why all this water coming in my world? That's a side note. Uh, but it also goes to my narrative of I think I did die a long a while ago, and I think I'm just in hell renovating, and it's Kevin. just never going to stop. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm I'm alive. I don't think any of this is real. This is all <laughs> this is part of my afterlife, and I just have to be yeah. But we have a lot of stuff going on right now, a lot of heavy stuff. And on top of it, I'm, you know, very, I've been in this kind of exhaustive state and it's been hard to breathe since COVID. And um, I said to Maria, I feel like I want to cry. And if I were a female or maybe more in touch with my feminine side, I would just have cried my eyes out yesterday. I was that tired. Kelsey, you've seen me before. Where I'm like, I just want to cry. Yeah. I'm so yeah. tired. Yeah. And it was that thing. And because I was so tired, my defenses were down, my guard was down. Mm. Me and Marie got in an argument. And I just was, you know, at a time she needs me to be considerate to her, needs me to be there for her. I wasn't. I was a dick. And once I got past all that and apologized, you know, I said, you know, Maria, that's what I mean about one half a cup of coffee would have changed that. You know, and I'll bring it back to you, Kelsey, because I because the other day I was like, hey, you know what? Like I made it through the whole day. All I had was a half a cup of coffee, no Diet Coke, nothing. And Maria's response was, you know, coffee's really bad, Kevin. You've got to get off the coffee. Oh, God. And I said to her, I go, honey, listen, it's you can't fo you focus on that. It doesn't incentivize the other person. It's more like, you know, it's it's a victory. You should say, hey, good job. All right, let's go. Um, and again, maybe other people are different. Maybe there is that person you need to be totally extreme with. I don't know. I know for me, that doesn't work for me. It's discouraging. So when we, we talked about your iced coffee thing, I said the same thing. And then to your point, Kelsey, after this argument, I said, you know, Maria, that's what I mean by if I need that half cup of coffee, look what I would have saved us. This argument, the tears, like being, not that there were tears, but the argument and hurting each other at a time where you need me to be there for you. And so yeah. I just said, you know, so I got to do what I got to do within reason. Ben, don't break. Within reason. So, you know, within reason. Yeah. yeah. Like whatever I need, I have to do. And that's it. And, you know. Yeah. And I don't have to do as much now because I don't have a child, but when I have a child, I'm, I'm going to have to do more yeah. to just get through um, the day. So, yeah. And I, and this is for me who is, at a, you know, 
decent place money-wise. I mean, I can't even imagine what it's like for people who have children, young children even, or children need them. Like I said to me, I go, Mary, imagine if we had like, I have friends with three or four kids in college and all on loans because they can't even afford it. And I'm like, so you know, we, you don't, we don't have that. Yeah. So for us and Kelsey, like same with you, you don't have children again. So, you know, you can do what you have to do. But I think for other people out there that listen to the show, um, yeah, put these practices into place, but do not be getting down on yourself when somehow you've got to be in multiple places at once and you have, you know, children who need you and, you know, and bosses that are demanding of you because that's how you feed everybody or whatever it is. It just, sometimes you just need that extra thing to get by. And I will say too, Ken, like I, it was funny because I had asked my acupuncturist and I was talking to Maria, but I texted my naturopath who was like my, my OG naturopath who helped me through my like SIBO journey. And I asked her her opinion and her response was, have your cup of coffee, however you enjoy having your cup of coffee. And I was like, thanks, Dr. V. And the thing about her, and that's what I always really loved about her is she was very practical in that way where she was like, Stop it. It's going to cause you more stress. It's causing more stress. I see it, Kelsey. Can they give you then? This is 10 years of attacking this the same way. And, um, and some, yes, all of it, some of it, yes, is it's really good and it's healthy. But why do, why do you hear about these, some of these people who practice extreme health measures and yet are still very sick? By the way, I see it in Hollywood all the time. Dr. Hyman literally talked about it this week on the show. What did he say? He, we, one of the top um, functional medicine doctors three years ago, he said, I think three or five years ago, had a whole massive breakdown with um, ulcerative colitis, however you say it, was bedridden, literally couldn't get like, and he is one of the top functional medicine doctors. Dr. Amy Myers talked about it when she was on the show too. Her mold problem, her toxic mold problem. And she was like, I felt like a failure helping these other people when I couldn't even help myself. So it's like, it's exactly what you're saying, Kev. Like we see this in even the most like, quote unquote, the healthiest, the most elite of these healers and doctors. It's like, it's not all how it seems to be. Well, I think I can tell you again, I can only speak to the work environments I've been in for 23 years, not the carny ones. <laughs> Certainly all my carny friends were fueled by heroin, cocaine. <laughs> uh, but in Hollywood, I can't tell you how many of the, and I see, it. Listen, I don't want to really knock rich and affluent people because I do listen all shapes and sizes, you know, good and bad, rich, poor, and otherwise. But I will say, I'll see a lot of people who are affluent and um, very narcissistic or just narcissistic people in general, but even the ones who aren't affluent, let me just say this. I've seen super narcissists who, it's all about the vitamins and the this and the that. I actually have a family member like this, totally in love with himself. Everything is about him and and his treatments and his this and his that and his and when I say the the best diet, organic and you know top supplements, all the self care practices, you know what? It's always something, whether it's you know. I can't walk because of this. I can't that. I make stomach at the, because they're just miserable people, you know? So it, it yeah, it, it will, I see, and again, I see in Hollywood where I would see some of these bosses with their green juices and this and that and their yoga and, and totally in love with themselves 
not working all that hard because it's all about them and, and making everyone else work hard around them. And yet, like I could sneeze and knock them over because it's just they're miserable, you know, what's inside them. So I think, you know, we just keep hearing it more and more, that key component of, you know, are you finding fulfillment in your life? Are you finding fulfillment from the people that are around you? Um, you know, are you wounded, you know, from your past things and are those wounds are affecting you? It's just, you know, all of those things. Um, but I think starting with the surface things around you, like what would make you happier? What would make you feel better? You know, and so on. And I think that there, but then, then there's, there are some wet blankets we have that make us feel better in the short run, but then make us feel miserable in the long run. You know, I mean, for me, it could be listening to some podcasts or it could be watching some YouTube videos. I mean, in the short run, for whatever reason, they amuse me. But in the long run, it's like I'm angry my time was wasted or it's dark stuff. It's like dark humor, but like too dark. It's mean. Um, or it's it's promoting some narrative right or left to make us all crazier than we already are. You know, but in the moment, it's like, oh, wow. Oh, that's interesting. But then I'm like, wait, what? Quit. So I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to unpack there. But yeah, Kelsey, I think uh, you're fine <laughs> with your rice coffee. Yeah. You're fine. But I do yeah. think it's other things. There's mm -hmm. other things we have to um, reduce from you. Right. Your, your and I'd load. rather put my energy into those things than like stressing about like well, how to healthy, make why right not? We've, coffee. We've <laughs> tried know? the other, we've tried the other things. Yeah. Why not? And, try that? and a lot of it's worked, you and know, right, like, and right. You did, you got the football out of your stomach. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. but like, like, I think you have to be open to other modalities and I, yep. yeah, I agree. I just think, yeah. And, and, and by the way, it's not like you're getting, <laughs> it's not like you're getting, uh, a a uh, a double caramel, you know. No, exactly, exactly. Latte with extra heavy whipped cream. No. Are, like, what are we talking about? No, I'm literally yeah, espresso and our like fancy little yeah. so, clean almond milk. I exactly. am with you, you guys. Um, let's take a break because Carolina is getting upset because no one's talking <laughs> to her. But when we come back, we will. Telepist. We will. Yeah. Well, let's break down more of. Our Valentine show, all yes. of those things on relationships. You were saying, Kelsey, a lot of your friends really reacted. Oh, yeah. I certainly was moved. I was it. too. And it's funny because my mom loves our show, of course, but sometimes gets overwhelmed. And so she's like, send me the ones that you really want me to listen to. And I said, this is a must. And she called me last night and said, we need to discuss this. I took three pages of notes. Oh, good. Yeah. So, And, and by the way. With the backup quarterback and his wide receiver, yep, crushed it. Come in for the for the injured <laughs> Tom Brady. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Steve, I have to ask Steve the Steamer who are the best all time backup quarterbacks. I think there was a guy Frank Reich in Buffalo. Really dating myself. I was always a big fan of the backups that didn't get the credit. Well, what? Well, well the, when the, Jimmy well, came in for Tom, right? Yeah, but he didn't really do much. Jimmy? Nah, okay. he didn't do much. I love oh. Jimmy. I know I like him personally and professionally. He's good, but uh, no, I think, I think, uh, I I will. The recent one, the 
when the Eagles beat the Patriots, that guy was a backup quarterback. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Oh, those are my those are my people. Those are your people. All about the second string. All right, guys. Um, yeah, we'll be back. We'll talk a little bit more about relationship, and then also, yeah, why why people are what I just did with Kelsey. She responded to, but why when you want better for other people, they usually run away from you. <laughs> I was seeing that in my notes. I'm like, oh boy, that speaks to me. All right, you guys, we'll be right back. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps a bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> 
you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) (laughs) Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. So full of hesitation, Kelsey and Kira. Makes me Guys, it's Friday. It's your day. You know, I remember when we started this, Kelsey. I used to have so much more energy starting this show. <laughs> but I mean, yes, yeah, so definitely. The exposure to kryptonite has not done me well. Yeah, that's true. Plus, oh, Kelsey, I'm not even though, wearing my blue light glasses. Excuse me, though, Kelsey. You used what? to really be spiritual and pretentious. And all millennial about how you responded to music, and now you just became boring. Now I'm lame too. Worker, yeah. You said Carolina used to see Kelsey would close her eyes and just go into this amazing place. Total TikTok star. Total TikTok star. All right, listen. So when you think you have chemistry with someone and it's a dysfunctional relationship, Mark Rose asked you, is it chemistry or is it wounding? (laughs) That rocked my entire world. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Especially like in the context of situationships, which we talked a lot about and how, and his whole, his whole thing, Kev, about how, when we say yes to everything or or like when we accept anything, when we don't set our standards initially and we, then we'll just accept anything that comes to us. And we're not in the place of like actually physically choosing. We're just waiting to be chosen. And that's oftentimes why we end up in, in these situationships that then aren't fulfilling because we weren't choosing. We were just waiting to be chosen. Yeah. And then you're in these situationships and it's not fulfilling and it's crappy and you didn't say what you wanted. So then, yeah, you're like, oh, well, maybe I could force this chemistry. And then it's just, ugh. I mean, holy cow. And every like word that came out of his mouth, I felt like it was a lesson. And it all tied together. Like that for me, that whole like diatribe right there, I'm like, it all tied together and then went back to the wounding. And I was like, oh my God. So, Kelsey, we went, when we did our, <laughs> we, our fake after show where you and I were talking afterwards, I, I just want to keep reminding you that I'm around people who are, when they're ready, they're ready to meet somebody. They're in a different, everything's different about them. And I think you could meet someone tomorrow and it could be great, but you you you're you are not the person who goes, you know, Kevin, I see people with children. I want to have children of my own. I am tired of these weekends. 
where I don't have a partner to spend my life with. I, I never hear that from you. No. And, and, um, I don't judge you one way or another. I'm just, that's just a fact. It's just, I want to go be alone in my apartment and rest. So <laughs> I don't think, I think that when you're ready, it's good to apply this because now you'll say, I'm going to choose. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. And so who do I choose? Not I'm ready. I hope someone picks me. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's really good advice, but don't just don't go too far because it's not, it seems fun to apply that to like, yeah, another thing to beat yourself up over, but no, it's, it's not true. Yeah. You I know? appreciate that. I've seen I, think... you, I mean, you you know, I see every, you're hit on by A-list stars. You're, I mean, like I've seen, <laughs> it, yeah, it's not your problem. I mean, yeah. you just, I, I, again, I've seen maybe one goofy guy you had a crush on that was a jerk and it was a blessing. It went no further. And even that was, he wanted to be with you. He just, he wanted to just, he just wanted to be with you physically yeah. and, and 80 other people, but it wasn't because you lacked anything. It was because that's all he wanted. Right. And probably still wants. Right. Yeah. No, you're right. And I appreciate you. And I'm, I'm so grateful that I have, I have you to um, like kind of smack me be like, no, you like, you're fine because you're right. And I, you and are. I know my mom says this to me too. She's always like, you guys say the same thing. She's like, Oh no, you're not, you're not ready. You don't want that yet. Like you don't want no. it. You are, listen, you'll be ready when you want to be ready. I'm not right. saying like you could, you could be ready at 17. You could be ready at 15. You could right. be ready at 55. It's, but I just, I, you could, if you want to, right. everything about you would be a great partner to anybody, a great family person, but I don't hear it. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't hear it in you. And Carolina, you know, she's in a committed relationship. She's my adult. So, you know, I don't know one way or another, but it seems like she's happy with her guy and that they've got a, like a nice scam going, Carolina. For sure. No, it's, it's, I really like being in a relationship, but I also yeah. think it's better to be in a relationship with someone that is right for you than not. So like if you're single, that's way better than being with the wrong person. Yes. Oh, doorbell. Yeah. I couldn't agree more, but a lot, you know, I think it all, you know, so again, Kelsey, I think a lot, so much of what he gave us is great for when you do want to find that person. I think he gave us so much stuff for when you're in a relationship. I know stuff helpful to me, but um, I think it's like anything we, and I've said the, what's the one ingredient I always say, Kelsey, that the super successful people who come on this show have that most awareness. of us don't. Right. Yep. So awareness. So I don't know about you guys, but I was never thinking beyond, oh my God, she's really good looking. She's really funny. Like that, it was like, oh, like she's easy to talk to. I never, there was no awareness of does this person meet my values is you know is this the right time for me is it just idiot sorry to use mental violence on myself but i was by the way what did i have in my notes here kelsey i was i had you pull some old notes for me toxic shame versus what constructive shame no toxic guilt somebody said this go let's see but i have to say kev the one thing that um even though i definitely agree with you that guiding guilt guiding i call myself an idiot guiding guilt Guiding guilt. Oh, so that's I don't want nice. to be an idiot again. I mean, I was an idiot and I was an idiot to my partners, but I wasn't, I just had no awareness. Yeah. But go ahead, Kelsey, please. No, I was just going to say the one thing that, that did help me 
Um, I think dating in LA specifically too, it's such a big city that we are on all these apps. And I told you guys last episode or two episodes ago that I deleted all my apps because I found myself in that place of waiting to be chosen and not actually choosing. So the last couple of like things I've had with people, I've <laughs> Carolina, here's me. I'm just like, Oh, you're so yeah, you're, annoying. Yeah. You're great with you. them, Kelsey. Yeah. You don't play victim to any of these. Fools. No. <laughs> None of them. But I'm like, Oh my God, I'm annoyed. And this is like, not for me because I'm just waiting to be like chosen because it's like, Oh, we just make sure all our pictures are pretty on these days dating apps. And then the guy's like, Oh, you're hot. I like you. And I'm like, okay. You know, it's like, I'm not actually choosing. So that's why I was like, Oh, I'm done with this. Cause this is, that's not my energy. So right. that kind of validated that for me. I was like, good job. Good, good. In in for me, and I'm not saying for everybody, for me, the dating app thing wasn't for me. So Kelsey, I don't know. What do I always tell you? What? If there's, if, 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 if I ever see Blind spots for you. You'll tell me. I know. Did I tell you? So you are, yeah. I'm, like I say, padded walls. You know, you've got all the padded walls. You can bump into those padded walls all you want. But the minute you get away from the padding, I'm going to grab you. Yeah. You know, I'm obnoxious like that. That's why I'm a no, I appreciate bad it's thing. I'm annoying. And I'm going to, I'd be like, Kelsey, what are you, what the F are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You'd get the, what are you, what the F are you doing? Yeah. No, right, I, can I tell you guys it. side note how many times. The good Tell old us. mobsters did that. <laughs> they just grabbed you and took you aside and said, what the fuck? You know, I can't tell you how many times I've seen men that I'm not close enough to. I'm like, and I'll say, Maria, they need that. They need, they need the, and like the Italians, you know, we talk with our hands and we take like our one hand and I don't know if, I don't know how to describe it on audio, but you know, you take the one hand, you put your thumb to your four fingers and then you kind of, Rock it back and forth, like. It, but you know how many times, like, I've had old time guys come up to me like that, like, and that's basically like, what the f's wrong with you? What the, you know, it, it's it's the great reset that sometimes you need. Kelsey, I've told you that. There's people in your life, like, I wish I were close enough to be like, yes, what the f you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I remember I had a guy, you know, tell me, you know, Richard, old Richard Gordon, guy I worked for in the carny business, ex cop. Six four, like two hundred seventy pounds, sucked because he's one of the few bosses, you know, that I couldn't fight. He was just his fists were giant. He was mean, and, you know, he, but he was a family man, so he had a good heart. But he was mean, his exterior and gruff. And um, and I just I had lost my film. I was bankrupt. I was in my lowest moment, and um, it was right when I, you know, me and Maria were together. We just had gotten together, and he just I worked really hard for him, so he loved me as a worker. And he liked me as a person too, because he would confide in me about certain things. But one time he, you know, he was like, he was just, I forget, I was just being mopey. I was doing my job, but I was being mopey. We were unloading a truck. And he was like, yo. <laughs> He's like, God damn it, you're too goddamn young to be depressed. And it was like, it's, but it was a reset. I know your generation would be like, no, we'd rather, but to me, I was like, He's right. He's like mm. 64. And by the way, he died two years later. Hard to, it's hard exploding because wow. he was such a maniac. Oh, oh my gosh. Fighting with everybody. Like he was crazy. <laughs> but, but you know, he, he, he had a loving, he was a good, he was a loving father. Like again, but tough dad, you know, I had to help him with his kids because he was his one kid, Jew, he's Jewish, his one Jewish kid married a Greek and converted. And he's like, I'm not going to that wedding. And no, 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 no. And, you know, 
I'm like, she, yeah, I met the wife. She seemed nice. She reminds me of Maria. And he's like, she's exactly like Maria. Cause he, I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. He liked Maria, but he didn't like her because she, Maria would take me away from work, you know? But I remember saying, I'm like, Richard, I'm like, you understand if you don't go to this wedding, you're going to be the bad guy forever. That'll always be the memory is he didn't show up at our wedding. He ruined our wedding. I go, now you're the bad guy. Even, let's assume they're the bad guys in this equation. You just gave all that away. Now you're the bad guy. You got to show up and let them get, you know, and, and you'll see it a lot. Thank God he did because it, thanks to me, I pat myself on the back for that one. But he did show up, and of course, he was gone a couple of years later. So thankfully, but but when he said to me, and he was like, <laughs> the veins in the neck, the saliva coming out of the mouth, but it just set me straight like, oh my God, he's right. Here's a guy who's 64. He's looking at me. I'm dating this beautiful girl in Maria. Like, I'm healthy. I'm strong. Like, I'm young. He's right. What the? And I was like, whoa. And it just, reset me you know and um yeah every now and again you kind of need that in your life someone just going like what the f the f is wrong with you you know like just give you that kind of shake moment and um i wish i could give you more examples because i have them but unfortunately i'd be incriminating people but there's yeah there's moments by the way maria's dad has done it to people and by the way he's needed it too He's needed it. He's needed people to come to him and be like, what are you doing? You know, like, you're not getting along. Well, it wasn't getting along with Maria or whatever. Be like, dude, are you, you kidding me? Your daughter's the most famous Greek alive. She's done everything for you. And I don't care what cousin she's not talking to. What the F is wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Cut the shit and go be, be with your daughter. Stop it. And it's just a reset. Like, we all need those moments. And again, like this is where I know there's such a generation gap with us because if someone gave you, not you too, Carolina knows you well. I know Kelsey can take those moments, but I know a lot of the kids like, why are you yelling at me? Yeah. Oh, I love you. I care about you. And I want to see you get better. But we all need those moments. But Kelsey, you know, I would always, I've done that for you before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, you're I, right. So, and I love it. I'm like, I love all the feedback and I know I appreciate it. But I lot, wouldn't, but so. you don't need it in this, yeah. but this is good Thank information you. for when you are ready, mm -hmm. you know, for when you're ready. But I think that's more of awareness. I'm ready now. And then the awareness of, okay, who do I, I want to choose this. Right. Awareness, me choosing, not me being chosen. Right. Awareness. And then it's like, okay, well, do we have this in common? Do we share values? So anyway, I don't know. I thought that was, um, I know we got a lot of people speaking about it, but I can see why. Yeah, so much. And the other part too, that it's funny because I know we know this, but a couple of my friends, they're, they're saying their favorite parts were just the understanding or the reminder of that. Like you have to be whole in your relationship. You know, it's like so many of us feel like we, it's like we overgive to the other in the relationship. And that's when the relationship fails because you have to be, you know, whole. And I was like, Oh, you're so right. And what did he talk about? It was like, what were the words he used? It was like over giver. Um, over functioning. Yes. Over the ones who over function and yeah. yeah. So that, that part, and I've been also, on both sides of it, you know, right. early, my early relationships, I under functioned and then oh, I over functioned, over -functioned. In this yeah. one. 
and yeah, it, it, it just, it's bad, but it's, it's, you know, and then this, I think will speak to a lot of the Hill squad. I do think he, he touched on the addiction to it, the addiction to being the one that's always doing the giving. And then because, you know, you're, even though you are the martyr, let's say, and it's painful to be the one always giving and not receiving, you're, you're also the hero. You're the good one. You're the giver. You're the rock. You're all, which empowers you to keep going. But also, um, Steve, the Steve will appreciate this. You get to keep your spot. What do we mean? Like in wrestling, it's like, oh, you don't want to lose your spot. Even in Hollywood, you want to lose your like spot. Like someone, Even, you're doing everything. Let's say you're number num, number two in the company. You don't want to lose number two and be down to number five or number 10. Or, you're right, you, right. You want to keep your spot. You want to stay important. And you, you're afraid if I give this up, if I stop doing everything for everyone, I'll lose my spot. I won't be number one anymore. I won't be the go-to person. So what's my purpose going to be? How am I going to find, you know, what do I do with me now? Um, And then how can I, then I don't get to be the victim anymore either. And then if you're really messed up, then you, you, and you really can't do for yourself and you can only do for others. Then you even go so far as to say, well, now I'm, now I'm selfish. I'm a selfish asshole because I'm not doing for everybody. So, so much tied to it and it's not good. So I really... Yeah, his quote was, yeah, you need me, so now you can't leave me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yep, yep. The other part, too, talking about how wounding is sexy. Wounds, and I was like, oh, damn, it's so true. Like, you it see, is. It, we've, all, and we've always grown up with, like, oh, the little, you know, the wounded, like, whoever, like, artist in the corner, so deep and mysterious. And we're like, wounding is sexy. Yeah, and it's like, wounding. no, it's not. No, you know, wounding is sexy, but wounding looks good going over the top rope. Throw them right out, <laughs> right over the top rope for the battle royal. That's, that's, you know, Kelsey and Carolina, you go over the top rope, you're eliminated. Mm. So, yeah, wounded. No, but there's many kinds of wounds. That's the obvious wound. Right. There's other wounds, right? He's a workaholic. So he works really hard and he's like so devoted. He works really, all based on a wound. But that's he. This guy is maybe he's loyal, but he works so hard. He look at this lifestyle I give you. Look at like you and it. When we all know by now that the children or the partner want a partner and a father or a mother. It depends, you know. But that's based on a wound. So there's a lot of wounds that are sexy. By the way, there's actual some of these emotional wounds that are are actual actually sexy. So I'll really go regular guy on you, but why is it that people who dance well and are crazy people are best in bed? <laughs> but crazy people tend to be better lovers. Well, there you go. Well, they're wounded. So they're that's wounded. sexy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. At the base level. But yeah, but I think that, um, yeah, is it chemistry? Is it wounding? Yeah, that 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 you're attracted to. Mm-hmm. Um, I also liked him talking about the, and you guys kind of went into this, but the the micro love rituals. I thought that was nice. I think that's great. I yeah. think that you know we put so much on birthdays and Christmas and Valentines, um, and those days, and they're great. 
fine, celebrate. But they also hurt a lot of people because they, when they're not participating in them or they're not remembered. Um, but he was like, why can't there be other rituals that you have? Not Valentine, not just Valentine's Day or anniversaries, you know. Why can't there be other rituals or practices? Hey, we're having a kid. So I, I know his thing was, let's write down all the things that we're afraid of. Let's write down, you know. Um, and then they like, I don't know, they walked through something and they let them on, wrote them they down, and they it, lit them yeah. on fire. Yeah. like. But I think that there could be other really cool rituals um, that come around. And I think they help a relationship. That's for sure. Um well, and the vulnerability that came with that, I thought that was cool because I think that's another thing that we don't talk about a ton is how like a kid can change the dynamic of a relationship. And so I thought it was it was a nice touch that both of you are soon to be dads because the, it really does. The kid does change the dynamic. You know what you, was you never going to be the same. Well, and well, to that point, when he said um, the reason. Um, a lot, a lot of guys, if if the mom is the one who's doing all the caretaking to the baby, so feeding the baby and the baby, as we we know by now, needs physical human touch to live. They will not live without it. That's been proven by an evil experiment in the 1800s where they didn't hug babies and they all died. Um, yeah, Kelsey, that's how life used to be. Oh, my <laughs> so, God. Uh, but, you know, we know that. So now the wife is doing all of that. Touch, 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 touch. But as much as she's doing it, it's she enjoys doing it too, I'm sure. There's an actual need. It's an actual task, a chore. It has to be done. So now when the husband comes over and says, touch me, touch me, touch me, the wife's like, oh, more work. And that really hit Maria because I, you know, I said, Maria, you were so, the situations you were in in entertainment news were so toxic that you started equivocating everything related to our business as toxic, as bad, you know, get away from me. When in fact, that's not the case, but it's, but that made a lot of sense to me in relationships with, I just thought it was as simple as like, the husband's not getting enough attention because all the attention's going, or one partner's not getting attention because the other partner's giving all attention to the baby, but he really got more specific is the touch, is the, you know, she has to give the touch to the baby. And now when you come in, it's just more touch that she has to give right. on an already full plate. And so. I mean, if we haven't watched the Pam Anderson doc, she talks about that and talks about that's when Tommy kind of lost his mind after they had, it was either their first or second kid. Yeah. And she wasn't giving him that touch and attention and he did not like it. Yeah. I, I, it I very see, interesting. I see it a lot. And I, and also I'd see women um, to just to, Today's women especially think they have to be the most perfect parents, the most present parents. So it's not just the touch and the feeding. It's how do I take away all their pain? How do I provide them with all the pleasure? And it's just all about them. And the other person's like, wait. But I, and listen, parenting is, you know, I'm try, I, I've been aggregating for years. When I meet a good kid, I always want to talk to the parents. Like, what did, what did, what were your practices? But the one thing that I hear a lot from the more evolved parents which probably be hard to heal here for today's parents was that the more evolved ones say, no, our child fits into our world. And a mistake often 
and and I think that's what's gone on with all the generations. It's been the parents have been fitting into the child's world, you know, and that's when I'm watching the kids that grow better. It's the parents who are like, no, we're going here. We have to go here. Yeah. And you're coming. Now we have to go here. Yeah. And you're coming. And, um, I think that's a big thing, you know, I know, I, I know I'll be doing that. I just will make it fun. Yeah. That's I'll interesting. just make it all fun. But, but I don't think it's the, Oh, we need to stop everything for you. No, you, you're going to come be show, see what the real world is like, is you got to, there's times it's about you and there's times it's about other people. And then yeah. there's a deeper appreciation for why we have everything we have because this is what we have to do to have all of this. Right. And none of that has been taught. So all of a sudden 18 or 22 reality hits and we have kids who just want to kill themselves or burn down the country or do worse. I mean, you know, than that to kill other people because no one, you know, it was all about them and, and about all, you know, no, uh, no pain, all pleasure, all activities. And anyway, but I think I can see where this is where relationships, parents go sideways. And we, I remember, I don't know what your parents did, but even my parents and my friend's parents would always say, you kids come first, you kids come first. And they, and they weren't saying it bitter, but even before each other, like, no, 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 we're not like, you're our blood. It's different. Like, yeah, you, you come before mom, you know, you come before mom, you come before dad. And we heard that a lot. And a lot of my friends, parents said the same thing. I don't know how healthy that is. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, either. you're, you know, who's left? It's your kids are going to leave the nest. It's you right. and your partner. So I don't I know. I feel like, well, you saying that, I'm like, I think, I feel like my parents did a pretty good job. They yeah, but Kelsey, you're balanced. you. That's why you're, but Kelsey, that's why you're, you can move and groove and you can take a yeah. punch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because there was, I was, they didn't play. No, those no. And, and, the, and my mom, I mean, both of them, like Erica and I did. Gosh, we were gymnasts. We were every day, every single day of the week. But we still, I remember my mom. No, but you were accountable. Right. Well, when she would do errands, it was like we had to go with her. She was like, well, make it fun. But yeah, you have to go with me. you're going to do errands. Yeah. Yeah. And your dad didn't give you everything you wanted. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Yeah, no. Ah. No. So again, that's accountability and all that stuff's important. Deb and Doug did all right. They did all right. they did all right. Um. I don't know. I'll just leave it on this note. When you want better for people that don't want better for themselves, they don't want to be around you. You know, so you ever notice that with certain people? They get annoyed. They get annoyed. Yeah. And they just don't want to be your friend. They don't want to be around you. They don't like your energy. Yep. You don't take it to heart. It's, they don't really, you know, I see this from Maria a lot because she's always wanting for better for the people she loves. And sometimes when they don't want that for themselves, then, you know, that's when they kind of back away. And then the follow-up line to that is, you know, people protect what they create. So you would think like, oh, well, if you, I don't know, I don't create a business, you're going to protect it. But also if you create a problem, you created it. So you're going to protect it. You're going to, interesting, yeah. if you have a way of life, I'm going to drink my iced coffee. You're going to, you created that. You're going to protect it. That's mm. a bad example because I think it was a good idea to do that. But you know what I'm saying? No, There's but I get what you're saying. Other yeah. people like, so it's just, I'll just, we'll just leave you on that note. I think it's, uh, I think it's time to end this Friday and let everyone from Hill Squad go on and enjoy 
their weekends. For this weekend. What are you yeah, doing this weekend, first Kev? weekend without uh, anything to do. So Super Bowl's over. I'm really yeah, sorry, true. everyone. Um, God, I hope there's good movies for you to watch. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long long road to St. Patty's Day or uh, opening day, whatever in your city, and it'll bring you back to life. What am I gonna do, Kelsey? Uh, oh, oh, I don't know. Caretake. Yeah, I got a lot going. Nice. So, yeah, nice. Be, uh, yeah. Just expect to see more from the backup quarterback. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, That's what, right. About, what about you? Um. Oh, Poochie's mom's in town, so they wanted the girls wanted to get brunch, which is cute. Hi, who? Wait, girls. Girls from the no, clip or girls her, from no, her and her mom. Where is the word is going to be? Oh, you. Got a bunch of them. Yeah. That would be cute. And then I'm just hanging with a friend on Sunday. Pretty low key. Nothing crazy. Carolina, what about you? Go into a birthday party. It's like there's a birthday party every single weekend, um, all the time. It'll be fun. Other than that, I'm going to keep it pretty low-key. I feel like last weekend was a lot of this stuff going on, so take it easy. I like that. Well, everyone, I don't know, whatever is going on in your world, I remember why I think we're here. Learn from mistakes, help each other, and uh, have a few laughs. Along the way, as Winnie is dancing, little Winnie, please have Daddy up all night, getting up, eating grass, throwing up in the bed. Oh, yeah. I love her. Okay, you guys, everyone. Well, Kelsey, just keep letting me down every week. You need, I want the jaw when you do it. I want it full sorority girl style. Please. It's hard. I can't do it anymore. Get us out of here. Get, get, be an actor. Get yourself into that moment. Okay. Nothing matters. That what it was in the sorority world. Not all the unimportant <laughs> things matter, which were actually, as we know, were the important things. What, what we were wearing. What what, what what songs were coming out? Right. What, what parties we were going Boys we were to. talking to. Yes. Yeah. What Wanda, our chef, was making for dinner. Yes. These are the things. If someone was getting a four loco. Before the oh, wait, party, if we're all going to have wait, to go what? together. What's a four loco? What? Oh, my God. Like, oh, I think they, like, banned them. It was, like, an energy drink and alcohol in one, and it was literally the most horrible, like, drink of life, but it got you really messed up. <laughs> okay, then. All right, Kelsey, on that note. Okay, okay, ready? Three, two, one. Bye, bitches. Carol did not do it with me. No, so and bye, Kelsey. What is it? No, no, wait. And Kelsey's like this. Bye, bitches. Bye, bitches. Bitch. 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 Bye, bitch. Bye, bye, bitches. bitches. Now I'm better. You no. I'm sorry. I'm stepping in. Back up quarterback right. again. You Third got string quarterback comes in again. You got it. Bye, bye, bitches. Bye, bitches. There you go. <laughs> Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heel Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heel events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heel Squad for as little as $10 a month. 
So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.